Pity on the runny kind. <laughs> you think I'm a local like a stalker? I've contained my rage for as long as possible, but I shall unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves! Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. And continue you guys now say stuff (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to see if paul would go first (laughs) i was gonna try and silence uh just (laughs) yes see how long we could go silent yeah silence is great for podcast or any sort of audio format that's a great idea okay well let's enough of that enough of that so we're all back (laughs) uh together uh studios has not been on the show uh, in a while, as you said, you've been acclimating to the weather, to new life in Illinois. Uh, the climate, yeah. The climate, yeah, mostly. But basically, now we're all together. It doesn't matter why you were gone. It matters that we're all together now. Aww. And so... Yeah, I have no idea what was said. Um, I still got to listen to the last two shows. Ooh. Who knows what I was doing? I'm I'm sorry, Papa, but I will be putting one in my butt. Let's get to some stuff. I actually, yeah, let's actually. What you anything you guys want to get to while in the last week or anything? while you've been gone? You know, what you've been doing? Any of that kind of stuff? Have you guys heard the theory that the Chicago Bulls logo is a robot having sex doggy style with a crab when you flip it upside down? I I heard something about that on the uh, radio today. And I forgot the, to yeah, look at it. Totally on the radio. <laughs> so I had never, I saw that article the other day, I think it was in Barstool or something like that. But I, when I looked at that, I'm like, that actually is insane. Like, what is this that's going on here? Like the whole robot thing is very strange. And then whatever he's doing, it could be interpreted a few different ways, but definitely could be interpreted the sex uh, with a crab thing. <laughs> you said You said he's having sex with a crab. Let me look this up. I'll be the judge of crab sex. Jared, I take it more as like it looks like uh, like a DJ. Yeah, some study like maybe reading. A oh, book. geez. Yeah, that's marshmallow having sex with a something. <laughs> something with pencil. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's pretty wild because it's yeah, it's one of those logos I've seen forever, and you don't really notice it. And now I probably will not be able to look at the Bulls logo the same and not see it. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it, exactly. Theodore W. Drake is the designer for this logo. I wonder if we could get him. I'm going to see if I can uh, reach out to him to see if... Uh, I wonder if he's still around. He, I mean, that logo's been their logo forever, so he's probably a pretty old guy. Since, since This says since 1966, so I don't even know if this guy knew robots would have existed. That's true. Maybe he's a robot. Or why they'd be having sex with crabs. Did you ever think that he's a robot? It could be a clone. Could be a clone. Could be a lo- clone or or a robot. Are you gonna? Is this make you more of a Bulls fan or less of a Bulls fan? It doesn't affect me whatsoever. 
Um, I just don't know who has like this much time to dissect this thing upside down. I, I just don't know how this could have originated. But, but, hey, hey, hey. I, I don't think it's even dissecting it upside down. It's just looking at it upside down. Why would you be and, looking at it upside down? So the story that I heard was somebody was wearing the bull's hoodie, like a bull's hoodie, and then somebody was standing like behind him on the couch or something. So he saw it from the upside down view, and then he was like, "What the heck?" Yeah, there, there's plenty of ways. If yeah, with laundry or things like that, or it could be on a hat that's hanging up. There's ways you could see it upside down. I don't think it's that insane that to to look at things in a different perspective. Theodore Drake pulled a. The ultimate prank. Exactly. Some of them are pretty crazy. Like the whatever the Starbucks girl is doing. Have you seen the the Starbucks logo? Like what? It like seems like a girl like spreading her legs apart. Um, no, she's got her arms in the air and she's wavy. <laughs> I don't know. It's very suggestive. I just think it's a little. You know, I think some things start as maybe like, oh, I'm pulling a fast one on people, and then it just kind of sticks, and people don't really realize it, and they keep going with it. Yeah, you know what? I just pulled up the full Starbucks logo. I'll give you that one. Yeah, the full Starbucks logo. I'm not just talking about the girl where you just see the top of her. I'm talking about the full, yeah, the full Starbucks logo. Whoa, she has nipples in this one. That might have been a very early one. Yeah, the original logo, yeah. she had nipples. Well, free the nipple. That's a movement that's going on right now. <laughs> and Starbucks is hiding it. So exactly. uh, boycott Starbucks. Everybody's boycotting, boycotting Starbucks now. Exactly. Bird up. So I, I could touch on three things. Okay. I got a really shitty haircut yesterday <laughs> that I'm not happy about. Was it at the same place you went to got, last time? I, <clears throat> no, it wasn't where I got like cut in the head. It was um, yeah, super cut. And I only went because it was like eight o'clock at night, and I've been putting this haircut off forever. It was way too long. Anyway, long and short of it. When you get your hair cut, you tell them how you want it. They don't tell you how they're going to do it, right? Yeah. This guy, I told him how I wanted it. He said, nah, I'm going to do it this way. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Uh, are you sure? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. So um, I'm not happy about it. And I might go get another haircut just because I don't like it that much. A double haircut? Double haircut, Paul. It must be nice to have that much hair. Are you bald? I'm bald. I'm bald, Dean. Bald. So Dean. you're not gonna get a haircut like ever again. You're just holding on for dear life for what's no, left. No, I, I, I can definitely use a haircut right now. Um, it's actually pretty out of control. But uh, are, are you gonna be a hat guy once you go bald? I'm like already a hat guy. Oh, nice. yeah, I know. I'm thinking about going full bald though. I will say something. Uh, Steed, your dad is one of the best-looking all-bald guys out there. Him and The Rock are kind of holding it down for, for bald guys out there. That's why it's tough, because like if I go bald and I don't live up to those expectations, then I'm just a failure. Like That's it. I'm done. Yep. It's very true. You could have a bad-shaped head. I know. Well, I was kind of bald in uh, the Army. Like They shaved our head pretty clean, Yeah, and I just looked like a gangbanger, kind of. Oh, that could be a look, too. Yeah. Uh, chicks dig yeah. bad, bad boys. Bad boys, but I'm a kind of a pussy. So okay, <laughs> that would make it that would make it difficult. Pat, what did you what did you say to the guy when the when the haircut was done? He's like, "How does it look?" I just wanted to go home. 
because like I was also getting like choked a lot. Like he kept like. Wait, what kind of haircut was this? No, no, no. So, you know, like, they put the thing around you to prevent the hair getting on you. He kept, like, tugging at it. It, like, kept choking me. Whoa. So, I was just, like, I was kind of over it, man. I don't... <laughs> you should have just, when he's like, I'm going to do it this way, you should have just gotten up and walked out. Bib on. Just left. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like just yeah just a bad time so i'm assuming if you go get to get another haircut you're not going to go back to him no i'm not going to go back to that place i was going to say it's kind of my bad by going to a supercuts anyway well that's what i was going to say about supercuts if you're going to a place like a supercuts to be fair i haven't been to one in uh years because i'm a bougie bitch and i get my haircut at a salon at the same spot i've gotten it done for the past since like eighth grade because i know the the guy that owns it wow. and so he cuts my hair but i just want to point out that you said that you're a bougie bitch and i did not say that you said that exactly yeah exactly it's on record it is on record how does it feel to be a big bougie bitch you can go back like uh, 30 seconds and find it so anyway because of that i have not been to a supercuts since maybe ever maybe i went like once or twice growing up i don't even know but do people have certain like barbers that they like at a supercuts or are they just you just go there and show up obviously you can just show up and get ever but could you go back and be like oh i want that same guy again i don't think it works like that no i think you could but it would take some coordination okay like they're not gonna be like yeah john's on from <laughs> yeah. five today and then you can't like reserve john you just gotta go in and Maybe wait extra for. <laughs> I see. You just hang out there. They don't really have a schedule at the at the supercuts. It's just kind of whoever shows up shows up. Yeah, they're they're cutting hair that day, and yeah, then you end up with things. And there's yeah, that's how you get some guy that only knows how to do one haircut, and that's why he did pats that way. I'm sure that guy didn't like do that as a creative choice. He just said, "This is the only haircut <laughs> I know how to do. This is how we're doing it." Right? <laughs> no, I think it was a creative choice. <laughs> it's. But if Do you look cool though, like is it like an edgy haircut or is it just uh just bad? No, I what did what did he even call it? So I I get a size one, right? Like I I like my hair short, and he did it like different sizes all the way up. So he did like a size one, then a one and a half, then a two, and so forth, all the way up to four. Whoa! And then yeah, so so, so he I gave just, you a fade. I guess, but I just, I don't like it, man. He gave you a fade. Maybe, you go with like a skin fade. Tell him that. You want a sick skin fade. Pat, have you, have you asked the girl, a girl's opinion? Because sometimes uh, some of my best moves, like, uh, you know, either what I'm wearing or haircuts or facial hair, that kind of thing, have been because I've asked a female, oftentimes my sister, uh, what the thoughts are of what a girl thinks about that. And I realize it's really more important than what I think about how I look. Um, well, no, because it happened yesterday. Okay. And the only other people I talk to are at work, so I'm not going to be like, hey, how do you think I look? Well, you have a twin sister. You could just, uh, you know, Snapchat her and say, how does this look? Do you hate this? It's not the same. It's not the same. Okay. You don't think she'll be yeah, on yeah. the whole 365? Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. If you want to send, I think you're just like disagreeing with me. No, I, me I'm just completely like... honest with you. <laughs> I no, I'm I, actually. You should uh, you should post this uh, haircut and let the let the people decide. Ooh, let's do a full video of around your head of the have people vote yes or no. 
hot or not. Do the little. We'll do we the do little. A poll. It's, yeah, the Instagram, the little where you slide the fire. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you'll probably get some fire slides. Yeah, you'll I'll get fire some fire slide. I'll fire slide you, Pat. It depends on how. I don't hot know it what is. a fire slide is. So. <laughs> Just send me a video of your hair all around your head, and then I'll post it with the fire slide, and you'll see what it is. I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Jared, before I try and reach through my phone and just, like, totally fucking punch you in the face. Um, Wait, for what? The Bears have a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Well, that's actually what's pretty crazy about this whole thing is that of all the things that the Bears are doing this year, their kicking seems to be the best. Seems to be, yeah. seems to be the best. Uh, they, the he things made a have, field goal. Yeah, he's made a few. Uh, yeah, a couple. I'm not. I'm not nervous about him kicking. Uh, I also heard an interview today with him on ESPN where they were talk, going through different nicknames. People are calling him uh, Eddie Dinero or these type of things. His favorite was Eddie Money, which oh. I thought was strange knowing that Eddie Money just died. Yeah, that's kind of poor timing. It is poor timing, but maybe he is the reincarnation of Eddie Money. That could be true. That's the, that's one of the stupidest well, things you've ever said. I'm going to go and so, see. Wait, wait, wait. We're talking about an NFL kicker versus an artist. I'm going like, to look up something right now. I don't right. get the comparison, Jared, at all. Eddie Money died. He's got, I'm gonna he's see got when he two died. tickets to paradise. One for the Bears kicker, one for Eddie Money. Eddie Money died on September 13th. The Bears uh, game was on September 15th. That gives him two days for his spirit to get from California to Denver, where the game was. That's very doable. Yeah, especially with ghost travel. Especially with ghost travel. He had two full days to get from Los Angeles, where he died on September 13th, to Denver and take over the body of Eddie Money, the new Eddie Money. What does that have to do with kicking a field goal, Jared? <laughs> it's uh, giving him confidence. Yeah. I I don't know. What do you Okay, well, I'm just saying it's it is it seems like poor timing or somebody that would be okay with that would be a reincarnation of Eddie Money himself. He'd be okay with it somebody else taking the name. That's all I'm saying. I was so excited to talk about the end of the Bears game, and then you got to come up with this fucking take. <laughs> hot take, hot take. So, all right, talk about the end of the game, Pat, because uh, it was an insane end of the game. Uh, I, you know, I had no faith that, that it was going to end up well for the Bears, but tell tell people what happened for those that didn't see it. I'm not a coach. Okay, Broncos scored a touchdown. They're down one, okay? Vic Fangio got a big old pair of stones gonna go for the win go for two they get what was it uh delay a game penalty yes delay a game penalty so now they're five yards back so now they're gonna go for one they go for one they miss the kick but the bears go offside so now the broncos have those five yards back they go for the win again and they get the two points about 40 seconds left I didn't, I didn't look too much into the penalty, Jared, but what were your thoughts on the roughing the passer call? Well, this is obviously the big thing everybody's upset about is that they, they've been calling a lot of roughing the passers in the NFL recently. And so they're saying, like, it's being overused. I I mean, yeah, it's not a good call. It's People are being – it's it's getting very soft with, with hitting quarterbacks and things like that. I don't think that call probably should have been made. And definitely, you know, five years ago, there's not a chance that would have been made. Yeah, I thought that was a gift. So 
anyway, um, Mitch Trubisky completed some little dump down bullshit pass. Yeah. And um, as he was doing it, uh, he got hit and they called the rough of the passer. So that gave him 15 yards closer to field goal position. Um, they ran a play. They, were, they had nine seconds left. They caught the ball after he almost got sacked. Yeah. And uh, as he goes down, time expires. They put one second back on the clock. Bears kick a field goal to win. Yeah, like a 50-something, 53-yard um, or something like that. My thoughts, um, they stole that game, and I'm a little nervous for the rest of the season. Yes, my thoughts, exactly. Not confident for the rest of the season for the Bears. Way less confident than I was week two of last year. I don't know. I just, after last season, I thought this season was going to be a breeze and they're starting off real slow. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> so, exactly right. Not, not feeling good. For for anybody that's a fan of Chicago sports, basically anytime you start getting excited about something, it usually, it usually collapses pretty fast. It very rarely works out. And that's what's been going on with me. And Jared. that's what's been going on. I like that. I like that. What about you, Steed? Guy, you have a last name. Do I? Do I? Me, Steed. I have a uh, government conspiracy I'd like to bring to light. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. So I was doing some work in a uh, it was a wealth management fi- or like a finance company. So guys who are supposed to be, you you think pretty smart, right? Got the insider news and everything. So we overheard two guys talking and one of them started the conversation like this. Yeah. I called it. I called it. Uh, I even tweeted about it. Donald Trump stopped the hurricane off the coast of Florida using the Space Force. So this guy was talking to somebody convinced that the hurricane didn't land on Florida because Donald Trump stopped it off the coast using lasers to heat up one side of the hurricane and keep it off the coast of Florida. Okay. I Googled it because I'm like, well, if this has any traction, I like left, immediately Google it. I'm like, what the hell? No, like nothing at all about this. Yes, yes. <laughs> this guy was either insane or a genius, but I'm very worried for anyone using that wealth management company. Yeah, if you heard, if you heard your doctor talking like this, would you want that? Would you want him to work on you or her to work on you? I mean, like, no. Oh, God, no. I, no, you don't trust somebody that feels a certain way like you can be the smartest person in the world on your act or whatever you get right and then if you said something like that you immediately lose all credibility especially if it has no traction on the internet yeah he's gone full deeper than that he's just making his own nonsense up pat i could see the guy that cut your hair probably believing this as well um yeah he could be one of those guys i could see that as well see like there's, that's the big difference between like different you know positions that you get involved with like in your daily life. Like if your guy that's cutting your hair starts talking about these conspiracy theories, like that's like the best. That's just good entertainment while you're sitting there listening to this. But like you say, you know, if it's your doctor or if it's your lawyer, like hey, I hire this lawyer to help me on this case, but he's telling me in the in between time that you know about this Donald Trump stopping the hurricane with lasers. Uh, then you're you're looking for a new lawyer. And that's kind of the big difference between different positions. You know, talk about whatever job you're at. Talk about, you know, something crazy like that. And the reactions you get around people, you can see how important your job is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
It's, uh, so you guys don't think he actually stopped Hurricane with lasers? Well, Pat, you like no. lasers quite a bit. You, th- you think no, still. No. Well, wait, where does that comment come in? You like lasers. <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't like lasers? I never said I did. Well, did you ever say you didn't? Are you just making shit up? <laughs> do, you, do you like lasers <laughs> or not? I guess just for future reference, do you like lasers or not? Um... I like them when I'm at a show. I don't like them when it's some random kid on the block. He's just trying to get me in the face. (laughs) What if they were stopping hurricanes, though? I don't understand the science behind this, Steve. (laughs) Perhaps you can tell me how that would work. So this guy was explaining it, um, that they use lasers to heat up one half of the hurricane so that it, like, moves in a different way. Like it's, I guess the rotation of it would change because you're only heating up half of it. These are space lasers, of course, not yeah. normal ground lasers. These are lasers from space. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, okay, it does so not make sense. No, okay. <laughs> no, it, no, it does not. <laughs> no, it does not. Fed. Last thing with lasers. What uh, do you think of the lasers when, like, they used to always play the games in Mexico City? the football Raiders games and there'd always be some person shining a laser pointer in the middle of the game. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the part you don't knowing like. people like that. Yeah. That was, that was always a classic. Like every single Mexico city game, there'd be some, some laser pointer shining down. Always a classic. I've heard that speed has something to do with it. speed has everything to do with it. I wanted to get to some emails here because we have a, we have like actually a, a large number of emails so we should get to a few of these the first one is from smacko it i had answered part of it where i it said what nba star would you want to star in space jam 2 already talked about the previous episode the second part is for pat and it says pat which white Sox player past or present would you want to star in space jam 2 same plot but the baseball player retired to pursue a basketball career before the looney tunes recruited him and why Hmm. smacko yeah (laughs) um that's a tough question, Smacko, because I see them as baseball players, not as basketball players. Um, I guess since he's already retired, let's go with uh, the big hurt, Frank Thomas. Yeah, it's a good call. Um, I could, yeah, I'd like to see him dunk some basketballs and break some <laughs> backboards potentially. It would, it would be funny to see him like a Shaq, like dunking on stuff. Steed, here's the part of it for you. It says Steed, if they made a Kazam two. Would you be willing to play the kid that finds Shaq's boombox? Spoilers. Pause for this or listeners so they don't have to see Shaq's 1996 blockbuster film. Can fast forward. So right now you guys can pause. Shaq is freed from his boombox at the end of Kazam 1. So I don't know how the plot would work. What would our audition tape sound like? So basically, would you be willing to play the kid that finds Shaq's Shaq's boombox? Also, what would your audition tape sound like? Yeah, I would be able to find Shaq's boombox. I'm yeah. a big Shaq fan. Yeah, and I can do a quick audition um, right now if you. Okay. Want. Yes. <clears throat> All right. This is me as a. Am I playing a kid or am I just my age? Well, I, <laughs> uh, it says play the kid. Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah. <clears throat> Wow, a boombox. Let me play my uh, favorite jam, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. 
this is, so I'm dancing. You can't okay. see it, but now I'm, we got some I'm like dancing a little Marky Mark's playing. We got some Thank you. Feel the vibrations. Oh, it's about that oh my time God. to bring is forth that NBA rhythm and Shaquille O'Neal? Uh, hey, Wait. what's up there, kid? Do they know- oh, thanks. <laughs> hey, I was just uh, I was just playing with my jukebox, listening to Marky Mark, and I um, I your Shaq. Let's hit the hit the streets, brother. You know it. Okay. And All right. So I think I got the part. <laughs> you got the part. Good job. Good job. That was a good. Uh, yeah, good <laughs> way to do the. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think you might. Yeah, you might have gotten it. So we just got to wait for Kazam two to come out or Shazam two with uh, Sinbad. Yes, I would definitely do a movie with yes. Sinbad. Yes. Uh, here's a question. Another one from Smackover. Don't forget, people, you can email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. It says "Hey Soul Chubber." That's the the part of this. It says, "What is the song Hey Soul Sister' about?" That's, That's a, a good, good question. question. <laughs> That's a really good question. Uh, can we skim the lyrics really quick? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to read. I can. I'm, I'm, not my favorite, and if it's stuck in my head, I'm going to be a little upset. Yeah. That's not my favorite. I'll do the, I'll do the chorus. Got some hits out I'll there. do the chorus here. Hazel's sister, ain't that Mr. Mr. on the radio stereo? The way you move ain't fair, you know. Hazel's sister, I don't want to miss a single thing you do tonight. So I'm looking through this, these lyrics. So from what you just said, it sounds like he's talking about uh, someone who he's, you know, attracted to, maybe a gal, but he's calling them his sister. So maybe Trey needs to take a chill pill. Let me, I got to hear the song. I would think I was thinking of the, hey, sister goes. No, no. <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of, hey, sister, soul, sister. <laughs> that's what I was that's thinking not of. It, that's definitely not what this song is. I just heard it, and that's not what that is. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. This makes more sense. You lipstick stay. We got to give him some sort of answer here. I think it's about a guy trying to bang his cousin, maybe. Where are you getting yeah, the- He says. Like a virgin, you're Madonna, and I'm always gonna want to blow your mind. Whoa! Damn. Wow! But yeah, he totally so he totally sister. wants to bang his soul sister, whatever the fuck that means. That's soul incest. You can't soul incest people. You don't want a song that's gonna that's mentioning virginity and your sister and blowing people's minds like in the same lyrics. Uh, it, I think it you know it sounded good, and they might have just went with it. Uh. At one point, he says, you're so gangster, I'm so thug. Wow. Coming from the train guy. <laughs> yeah. Very thug. He also mentions his untrimmed chest. I'm assuming untrimmed chest hair. He doesn't, like, his really? chest hair is very long. I wonder if we can find any evidence of that. He mentions his untrimmed chest hair. He says untrimmed chest. I'm assuming that's chest hair. Uh, um, I'm so glad you have a one-track mind like me. Usually that's meaning uh, they just care about, you know, sexual intercourse. Well, uh, yeah, could be. So, yeah, this is the th- the fact that this is very heavily, you know, into some, you know, provocativo, and then he's talking about his sister, like just sister being mentioned is just, it's strange. It's like soulmates, but that's why you have soulmates. But they were probably like, hey, soulmate, that doesn't work. What if we said... Like soul girl, no, that doesn't work. What else is girl? Sister. Doesn't translate when you actually start looking into it. 
that's some investigative journalism from Smacko right Thank there. you, Smacko. We might be an anti-train podcast after this. Uh, <laughs> another public feud. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, here's another. Let's go to another email here. We get like we have a ton. We're gonna get to maybe like half of them this time because I don't want to use them all in this time. All right. So here we go. Uh, this is from Chubstep Jack, not Nickel. It says, "Hey, uh, hello, Jared. I'm having a crisis. As you know, we used to play volleyball with a Jack Nickel. That is true. Well, I keep getting mail at my house for a Brian Nickel. Some questions for you. Do you think Jack and Brian are related?" Um, could Jack and Brian be the same person? Do you think Jack is living in my house without me knowing and having his email sent here? Could I have married Jack Nickel without knowing it? Kind regards, Jack, not Nickel. This is Chubstep Jack. So this is from Chubstep Jack, who I used to play volleyball with. Do you think he could be married without knowing it? I have seen that happen in the show Nathan for You. There's an episode where he marries he marries a guy legally without the guy knowing it. Uh, yep. He has to get it annulled, so that could be a possibility. Do you think he could be living in your house um, and having the mail sent there? I don't think it'd be a good idea. I think you'd want your mail sent somewhere else if you were sneaking in somebody's house. So I don't think that's it. Could Jack and Brian be, be the same person? Could be a middle name. So yes, they could be the same person. Jack and Brian related. I assume everybody with the same last name is related, so I say yes. Then we got Chubstep. you got to be related somehow. Uh, Chubstep Dan <laughs> replied with a... Uh, with a link to Brian T. Nickel, who's a doctor at UW Health. Um, so a little uh, bit about this Brian Nickel is that he is a orthopedic surgeon specializing in minimally invasive hip and knee surgery. And it says, welcome. Uh, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And then it says, how do we get Dr. Brian on the podcast? Uh, that's from Smacko. And then Chubstep Jack replied, so I married a doctor. So... <laughs> This really, I don't know what is going on. <laughs> well, there. Uh, the the Smacko and friends like to send an email and CC each other on the email, so you get replies to this email. So I'm just reading down the replies here. So basically, what we resulted in is that uh, Chubstep Jack might have accidentally married Brian T. Nickel, MD, and so I'm gonna have to. I'll actually will reach out to him and see if he uh, will be on the podcast. I will do that. Yeah, I'm going to put that in my list. Ask him if he's married to a and guy. And if, if he doesn't respond within a week, then I'll just say he hasn't responded. But at least I'll reach out to him. Right? All right. Thank you for that. If anybody has other uh, guest ideas, we're always open to those too. Sometimes people don't reply, or sometimes people tell me that they're going to be on the podcast, and then they just don't call in. That's happened. Like the guy from uh, Jump Jump to House of like, Jumpin'. Yes. We were supposed to have, for those that would like to know, we were supposed to have the guy that sung Jump Jump the House is Jumping from... Smart House. Smart House, thank you. He agreed to be on the show, had it set up, never called in. Um, it's happened with a member of the Windy City Bulls. It's happened with the singer girl before, me and Pat. Remember Pat, we waited for that for a while. Do you remember that? Yes. Uh, that was the – she's like in Las Vegas now. Do you follow her? Uh, I Not really. I may be on like Facebook, but she doesn't post that much stuff. Oh, she's like a street – one of those girls who dresses in those outfits on the street. Okay. Well, she's not singing as much anymore. So. while you can, monkey boy. Uh, let's go to the next email here. Uh, this is from uh, Tony Mastacholi, and <laughs> yeah, the subject is ass and titties. So it says, Chubbers, as your financial advisor, I must recommend buying Bitcoin right now. 
this bad boy is about to go bonkers all over the fake crypto. All all in all, sell your house, buy Bitcoin, remove your toxins, hashtag purge your splurge, best Tony Mastacholi. So is this the guy that I heard talking about the Trump hurricane? <laughs> this this might have been the same. This might have been might have been Tony Mastacholi you were overhearing. Son of a bitch. No wonder I am in debt. <laughs> So I guess the the thing there is to buy some Bitcoin. So if anybody has access to that, apparently this is a hot tip right now to buy some uh, some of that. Uh, we have this one is called Cancel Pat. Uh oh, Pat. Can't That's wait. That's the subject of this. It says, "Hey, Steed, just like Hot Girl Summer is canceled, and we have moved into Fat Girl Fall, I'd like to officially cancel Pat for putting ranch on his hot wings. Love the Chubinator Nine Thousand. Whoa." So this must have been uh, when I was gone. This, this was sent 12 days ago. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know if, if when you put ranch on your hot wings, Pat, but uh, as an upstate New York native, been, been to Duff's Wings, home of the Buffalo Wings. You got to go blue cheese, brother. I don't not like blue cheese. Yeah, I don't but, really see why, why. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Let me uh, backtrack. All right, all right. All right. Who is this fucking person canceling me on my fucking podcast <laughs> because I dipped a hot wing in ranch? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, it's obviously somebody that's passionate about hot wings. That's true. The Chubinator and and Chubinator 9000, dude. Chubinator 9000, yeah. that's a pretty high level of chub. We're <laughs> paying like 50 bucks a month on our exclusive Patreon page. Yeah. Okay. Um Jared, I, I I don't want to be incorrect, but I believe I came up with the name Chub Step. Yes, right. I believe you did. That's yeah. probably true. <laughs> so Chubinator nine thousand. How about you be fucking original and come up with your own name? Whoa, whoa! Shots fired. Shots fired. He's coming back. Yeah, uh, ranch. I guess is it's a heated topic around here. I I do have to agree with Chubinator though. You got to, it's blue cheese on hot wings. Okay. Since when is there a rule? It's been a rule. Well, you would, can't just, sorry, you, you guys are appropriating Buffalo culture. I, I'm going to put it this way, Steve, maybe this is wrong or right, but like uh, Pat in Chicago, like people give other people crap for putting ketchup on a hot dog, right? Okay. So when has this been a thing? The ranch and the hot wings? It's always been a thing, but nobody goes to Buffalo, New York, so nobody knows about it. <laughs> that's, so, it's, yeah, that would be an issue if it's if it's always. Is that why they're there. called Buffalo Wings? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're not You're just pulling Buffalo, my leg here. I'm no, they actually are. That actually is why it's called that. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, that's the that's the home. Sorry, I'm not a fucking nerd who knows all about these little food tips and tricks and. <laughs> Every, everybody eats buffalo wings. Well, Steed is from Buffalo, to be fair. I've, I'm from Pittsburgh. Well, you're from close. To, you're cl- you're from close yeah, to Buffalo. That is true. Yeah. I'm a, I'm anyway, a and Bills fan. Bills two and zero, baby. By the way, first place. Uh, we can go ahead and change this person's name to Fuckface Nine Thousand and move <laughs> forward. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, there you go. There you go. That is uh, the rebuttal. We've got like. A bunch more emails. So I'm thinking we should save some of them because we're getting further in the show. So I want to do my review of uh, my Billy Bob Thornton movie, if that's okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Please do. Please do. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor. Once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's like this, you can say three but not four. Well, <laughs> it's funny because I mean, you know, we have company. rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds. Anything before, ni- uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut lower. the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We, we took a, the guy who was 6'5 and shrunk him down for the f- movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God damn it. I mean, seriously. What is he dwarf? Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? From 1993, maybe many people have heard about this movie. Me being one of them. Uh, 1993's Indecent Proposal. So Yeah, this looks like a, a, a thrill ride of a movie. That's exactly how I describe this. So to... De- a lot again. This is a movie I had heard. Ref- like many people had referenced it. Like in you know, like it's always Sonny's referenced it a few times. Like it's I've heard many movies, you know, or or television shows reference this movie, uh, but I'd never seen it before. And people may forget that have seen it before. That Billy Bob Thornton is in this movie because he's in it for thirty seconds. Uh, his his character is called Day Tripper. Uh, doesn't even have like a real name. So, they put him in the trailer too. Yes. Oh, did they really? I didn't even see that. I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah, he's in the trailer. Oh, nice. So the main stars of this movie are Robert Redford, Demi Moore, Woody Harrelson, and Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt from Ready to Rumble. He is Billy the King. All right. So nobody remembers him. You haven't seen Ready to Rumble? I don't know what. Pat, I feel like that'd be a movie you would like. Jimmy King. Sorry. Jimmy I've... King from Ready to Rumble. Jared, you're actually correct. I love that movie. Yeah. That seems like, yeah, I like that movie a lot too. So anyway, the story here is that Robert Redford is a very rich man. Uh, Woody Harrelson and his wife, Demi Moore, are like high school lovers, basically. They are now later in life, and they're having some financial troubles. He was like an architect. She was a realtor for a little bit. They basically are like the, the... they're having a recession in the economy. They don't really go much into the economy, which I don't like about this. Like I wanted to hear more about the recession, why they were losing jobs, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, he loses his job because of that they're low on money. He was like in the process of building his house, their current house that they have, uh, they can't make payments on. So they're, they're, you know, they're desperate. So he goes there and he's like, he gets, takes out a loan from his dad and goes to the casino and they actually win money. But then he goes back the next day and is actually in worse debt than before. So they see sitting over uh, in another table, and this is actually where Billy Bob Thornton's character is actually very pivotal in the actually storyline. Is uh, they see this guy sitting down, and Billy Bob explains, "Hey, that's this super wealthy guy. Uh, you know, he has a ton of money. Those chips that he's holding, he's like ten thousand dollars just in each chip. So he's putting like hundred thousand dollar hands down and stuff like that." So Robert Redford grabs a, you know, like basically sees Demi Moore and is very attracted to her. He realize, you know, he knows she's married, but she kind of, he's like, Hey, can you stay with me for luck while I'm doing this? And, and, you know, Woody Harrelson's like, yeah, that's fine. Go with, you know, I'll be right here. They're like 10 feet away. And while they're making bets, Demi Moore's like kissing the dice while they're rolling, like, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollar hand in the craps table or things like that. So the next day they go to this party 
with Robert Redford. They're kind of befriended him a little bit, and he makes this indecent proposal. Do you guys know what that proposal was? Oh, yeah. You can say it. You can say it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he offers a million dollars to bang his wife. Yes. So they're in a financial struggle, and, yeah, Robert Redford says million dollars one night with your wife. That's it. The money's, you know, in your account, and you're all good. They talk about it, and then, you know, the movie continues. And that happens at, like, the first, like, 45 minutes of the movie. It's, like, two hours in. So the movie's like two hours long. So there's a lot that goes on with this. What were your guys' thoughts? You're not gonna give. You're not gonna go any deeper. No, no, no. I'm not gonna go any deeper because that's kind of what the whole movie's about is what happens and stuff with that. So, what were your guys' thoughts watching the trailer? Um, I got to the point, and the sound wasn't on, Jared, but I okay. got to the point okay. where she threw the dice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I was thinking that this guy <clears throat> had her throw the dice. Um, maybe he won like a ton of money because of it. And then they were going to get in trouble because he was like, uh, like a mob guy or something. <laughs> so I like, I like, I like your interpretation is based on not watching the whole trailer, but, <laughs> but based on what you had seen. Okay. That's a, that's an interesting thought, Pat. That's an interesting thought. That's not what ends up happening. He's, he's just a normal businessman, but I like where you're going with that. <laughs> that could have made for a better movie. Uh, Steed, you watched the, after seeing the full trailer, what were your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that, that seems like a, like a solid movie right there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and Woody Harrelson, I'm a big Woody Harrelson fan. And he's, uh, seems like he's rocking that. He's all mad. He's like, whoa, I don't want to spoil it now either, but he's, he gets heated a little bit. Yeah. To me more in a prime look, I mean, looking great. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Class um, act. Would would you guys take that proposal? Uh, I think before people answer that, they should watch the movie and kind of see what happens in this example of, I, of I don't what think, they say. I don't think we need to care about what happens with them. Uh, would you guys take it? Million bucks? No. Rich rich old guy bangs your wife? <laughs> what if he has herpes? <laughs> what if he doesn't nah, have herpes? That's a million dollar mistake right there. That's what that is. Good. Old guy getting down. It's a very good point. It, the it, it, I no, I don't think it would be it would be worth it. I think there's some people that are totally okay with that, right? Like people in the swinging community, like like the thought of that to them would be like, oh yeah, that's uh yeah, that's not a big deal at all. But I feel like you'd kind of be thinking about it all the time, and I don't think you'd really get over it. I maybe that maybe I'm wrong, but. I, so me, I would do it because I'm assuming that whenever I do get married, um, she's already gonna probably have you know polished a a couple pool cues in her day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> what's what's one more? Exactly. That, that is exactly. all. That's all discussed in in the movie too. So they do go through that. <laughs> Yeah, so that's my thinking, and uh, you know what? I could use that million dollars yeah. as long as I get to keep like nine hundred thousand of it. Um, it's tax free. Tax free money. I mean, yeah, I would uh, I would negotiate the taxes into that. Yeah, million dollars. That's a good point. So you can you still want to be able to report it so you don't get audited later. Exactly. I'm not yep. getting audited. That's for a this, very but... good point. That's a very good yeah. point. Yeah, that's oh. probably what there were. If if she did take the proposal. 
I'm assuming that's what they were fighting about for the next hour and a half. Well, yes, and exactly. So <clears throat> you can see, you know, this is what's going on, and it's a very like moral issue of like, oh, you know, would you do? You know, it's a good amount of money, especially because they were in debt and they like really desperately need the money. Or they're going to lose their house, or you know, do you risk you know this person being with your wife and what happens if she feel, falls for him or that type of thing? This movie is like totally not typically like you know just there's no like action it's just kind of a love type movie in a certain sense but it is it's very intense uh it's i like the whole time i felt very uncomfortable and it kind of had me like kind of cringing just like watching the whole movie like i I just kind of had a i don't know it it doesn't have very high i'm looking at the reviews and stuff and people don't love it but i actually enjoyed this movie quite a bit um just because it's kind of different I don't know. I just it just because of I think Woody Harrelson does really good acting in this. Like you said, you like him, Steed. I agree. He's he's pretty solid. And in this, you kind of just you start feeling like a lot of. I feel like the dude goes good. It does a good job of expressing the emotions of kind of what would go on in a scenario like this. And for me, for that reason, this is a top tier Billy Bob for me. A uh, Davy Crockett on the scale, Alamo scale. I thought he'd be hey. taller. Good work, movie. Uh, we will wrap it up there. People email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Steed, we were telling people not to follow you on Instagram because you weren't on the show the past two weeks. Oh, my God. So what? That's why I haven't been getting any followers? <laughs> yep. That's right. So people can uh, now refollow Steed at Steed underscore Palomino. Pat at Pat Callahan 44. Hey, Jared, you got it right. And <laughs> And I, my sister actually has been having, she just texted me an issue because she had commented on the wrong Pat Callahan's photo. She thought it was you, but it was the other Pat Callahan. Well, that's awkward. <laughs> it's so, yeah, so easy to mistake. <laughs> I, think, I mean, that's what, I think it might not have been a picture of him. It was just a picture of something. And she just, like, you know, commented on it. And, you know, that's what happens. You, Pat Callen 44, Pat Callen 044, you can follow either. They're both confusing. They're both good follows, I'd say. Uh, you I'm know. about one more Chub Step episode away from changing my handle. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Don't go back to Bad Piece 33, four, Pat. 444. Don't go back to Bad Piece. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Jared Z3 for me and Chub Step Podcast for the show. Uh, follow us on there. The show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin. Peter Piper picked a pickle pepper in my penis. Peter Piper picked a pickle pepper in my penis. Peter Piper pe- pepper. Peter Piper peppered. Peter Piper peppered my penis in a pickle. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs>